What's up? What's up, Coop? How you doing, my guy? As always, brother, surviving and thriving. How are you? I'm good, man. I love to hear that. We have some very exciting stuff to get into today. We are ranking our top five games of the NBA season next year. The schedule just released yesterday, and I can't wait to get into what games we are excited for. Because I know you and I, we have different tastes. We have different interests. So I'm going to let you kick this thing off at number five. I'll give my five, you give your four, and so on from there. So, Coop, what is your number five game of the NBA season you are most excited for? All right. So, obviously, as y'all could tell from yesterday, I'm super excited about this schedule release. So I tried to not be, like, biased because we talked about Grizz yesterday. Um, And I also tried to not be biased with, like, the opening day weekend and, like, the Christmas and, like, the big highlighted games but I couldn't, I couldn't resist. Um, so at number five, this is probably going to be a really weird game for you, but I have Orlando at Detroit. I can see number one, Kate Cunningham versus number one, Paolo. I can see Jaden Ivey, Jalen Duran. I can just see uh, Cole Anthony. Um, I think this is going to be a really fun game, a bunch of young teams playing each other, and I'm honestly super excited for it because these are the two of my uh, league pass teams. Um, maybe not D- Orlando, but as Detroit is for sure going to be a team that I tune in a lot to. Um, and I just saw this game. It's uh, day two with the Grizz at Knicks. Um, it's not televised, but it'll be on my computer. Um, and I'm just super, super excited to see uh, Cade versus Paolo, uh, Jaden, and all them boys play each other. Absolutely, man. I don't blame you one bit because mine's weird, too. And honestly, and before I even get to number five, my honorable mention does involve Paolo Bancaro playing the Atlanta Hawks and DeJounte Murray. We saw what the hell went down at that yes. program. I think that is far from over. And I think Paulo and DeJounte are going to be barking at each other the whole game. So I can't wait to watch that. I don't even know if it's on national TV or not, but I know I'm going to be <laughs> tuned in for sure. Uh, my number five is on national TV. It's kind of a flying under the radar. I don't know why people aren't excited about this game. It's on Christmas Day. And it's between the New York Knicks and the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, As you and I have illustrated multiple times, we are really high on Philly just because of their pickups and DeAnthony Melton and P.J. Tucker and also James Harden taking that pay cut. Can he bounce back and come back to the season in shape? But the New York Knicks, I know they're a big market team that gets covered a ton because of ratings. That's not why I'm excited about this, but I'm excited to see Jalen Brunson there. How does he fit in? Um, just a couple days ago, these new uh, trade talks between Utah and New York are heated back up again. So who knows if Donovan Mitchell's there to play? I don't know. I'm really liking that New York Knicks and Philadelphia 76ers Christmas game. Uh, j- just, just you wait, Jack. Uh, I'm about to mention one of those teams that you just named at number four and number three and number two. Okay. So just get ready. Um, but on the Palo DeJounte stuff, I almost put that game in here too because yeah. I really want to, dude. Villain Dejounte is out. He got out of he got out of the Spurs organization, which is really respected organization. Like <laughs> basically the bar of how you want to run an organization. He got out of there and he said, "All right, I'll bet." Bro, off. as soon as he gets out, he starts acting like a menace, putting the ball dude. on people's head and shit. Like he's been acting yeah. crazy, man. He and then, dude, the I mean, he faked the. He faked the soul out of Paolo on that yes. play. And then to see, like, the Twitter and the Instagram word that go, went after it, I was like, my word. Um, and the fact that he said you need to get humbled again, uh, 
I'm definitely going to be tuning into that game. So I, I love the fact that you said that's an honorable mission because I, I literally tried to find a way to put it on here. But at number four, I got the New York Knicks at the Dallas Maverick. Jalen Brunson's return, it's on uh, December 27th, two days after Christmas. So two days after the game you just mentioned, um, I I want to see Jalen Brunson at the Mavs. Um, I don't think this one's televised. I didn't put a TV down with it, but uh, I'm super excited. One, to see Jalen Brunson in a Nick uniform, because I am excited to see how he plays. You mentioned yesterday $100 million on the line. Um, that pressure might be on him game one when he's playing the Grizzlies. Is that pressure going to be on him all year? Is Donovan Mitchell going to be his co-host in the back or in the front or backcourt? Um, there's a, there's still a lot of question marks that goes with his Knicks, but I do know one thing: he's playing Luca in a place that he just got himself a hundred million dollars because he was playing really well in this place. So I'm definitely excited to see his return uh, to Dallas. Absolutely, man! I love that. That was I thought about throwing that in my list too. I'm glad we're on the same page with that, but. I'm excited for that as well because he is going to have pressure. I feel like all season, every time he has a mediocre to um, below par game, I feel like the New York media is going to be all over him. We're paying him all this money. So it would go a long way if he went back to Dallas and dropped 25, 30 points on Luca's head. I think that that would be really crazy. Um, at number four for me is something that I could – like say is biased because I'm a Grizzlies fan, but I think honestly in all the list I saw of top games going into next year, this was on it. It's between the new Orleans Pelicans and the Memphis Grizzlies job versus Zion, them playing AAU together growing up in South Carolina. I think the world is very excited that we get this matchup between the number one and number two pick again. They're both electrifying their human highlight reels. And I think Zion versus Ja, who wouldn't want to see that, man? Thanks. I tried so hard not to put it on here. Um, it's on a list that I made for you, just Grizz face. But uh, yeah. I tried so hard not to be biased. And I and I obviously ended up being biased at some point. But, dude, those games are going to be electric. I think we play them very early in the season, if I remember correctly, from our schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, and we might not have Jaron. And to be honest with you, that year that Zion played, I think it was his second year where he averaged like 27 or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We couldn't stop him with Jaron. <laughs> so, like, without Jaron, I'm definitely scared to see him. So, like, uh, I will be looking forward to every single one of those games. And, you know, they got our boy JV. Um, so that, that touched the heartstrings for us a little bit more. And the, if CJ McCollum does well, you look like a genius because you said that the Philadelphia 76ers should have went for him in the first place. So it just makes you look even more great. if <laughs> CJ McCollum, the certified Grizz killer certified, dominates man. like he normally does. Um, and number three, this, this is a little uh, heat check one. Um, it's not a rivalry per se, but uh, these two teams have had some uh, inter- interactions these last couple years. Um, kind of swapping stars for each other um, on TNT. November 22nd, Brooklyn Nets at the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm stoked for it. I don't know if it's going to be a good game or not, but I cannot wait to watch whoever the hell is on the court for this game. <laughs> ben Simmons, is, it, it's in Philly, right? Yes, it's in oh, Philly. God. Ben Simmons will there, be booed as soon as he walks out. Yes. yes. I mean, dude, this game is going to be absolutely bonkers. Um I'm just pumped for it. To be honest with you, Joel Embiid is one of the most fun people to be a villain in the NBA. Um, 
And so it's always fun to watch Joel Embiid, like obviously. Um, but the fact that this is on TNT, so I get to listen to Shaq and Chuck talk about the Ben Simmons versus James oh. Harden nonsense. I can't wait. Like I am stoked for this, and it's a number three. <laughs> that's absolutely amazing. I wish I would have put that one on my list, to be honest, because that's Ben Simmons. He's gonna get shit like thrown at him at midcourt. Those Philly fans, they do not care, man. Like he was like. He was there warming up. He'd got off the bus and there were just people screaming at him at the hotel and stuff from the time he got like literally touched down in Philly. He was getting harassed and I, I loved every second of it. Um, my number three is another Christmas game. I do have multiple Christmas games on my list just because I think it's a fantastic slate. It's LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers versus Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks. I think Luka and LeBron are very similar and quite a few ways and obviously they're very different but I think just with the size they have the able like the able the, like the way they're able to play make excuse me like I just I I think that they're two of the best passers in the league and I I can't wait to see that and Lakers by then hopefully they can have something figured out can Darvin yeah. Ham really right the ship here? Is Russell Westbrook willing to sacrifice and play more defense? Is Anthony Davis sort of having a back, bounce back year yet? And Luca, from a Dallas perspective, how is he going to fit with Christian Wood? Are they going to be missing Jalen Brunson by now? You're going to have a couple months into the season by the time we get to Christmas. So I think there's a lot of storylines there. 1,000%. And I'm going to be honest with you, sitting here making this list, the amount of times I almost put Dallas on there just because of Luca or like the Lakers, just because I want to see if street clothes is playing. Um, if Russ is uh, fitting in with this new coach and obviously LeBron year 19, like, I mean, that's, that's a spectacle in itself. Um, but at number two, um, this is kind of where I got to, I think this is number one in the East versus number two in the East. This is the upcoming year. Um, a team that you and I are super high on. This is, Opening day um, basketball, Philadelphia Phillies – or 76ers, my bad, not baseball. Um, <laughs> Philadelphia 76ers at the Boston Celtics. This is day one, I think, number one in the East versus number two in the East. Um, I think Boston's had an incredible offseason. You already have the fact that we think Philly's had an incredible offseason. The fact that this is on TNT opening night. I cannot wait for opening night for this game because I think this is going to be an incredible basketball game. We're going to see if Malcolm Brogdon and Danilo Gallinari make a difference on this Boston team that just made a finals run. And we're going to see if what the beginning of a full season with James Harden, Joel Embiid um, looks like. Um, I I am stoked for this opening day, opening night game right before we get to watch. Uh, oh, who's the other opening night game? Uh, Lakers Warriors. Thank you. I knew it was the Warriors. I just couldn't remember who they played. But, I mean, that's a great opening day slate. So, yeah, I'm pumped yes. for this Philly Celtics. Yeah, I think they're the two best teams in the East as well. I would throw Milwaukee in there as well. But I just think Philly and Boston, I, they're easier on the eyes for me to watch just <laughs> because I, I love watching Joel go to work. And also, I mean, Jay Tay and Jalen Brown, you can't go wrong there. So, I, I really like that game as well. Um, my number two – is a very familiar matchup that we just got done watching. It is the NBA Finals rematch between the Boston Celtics and the Golden State Warriors on December 10th. I think there's a ton of storylines here as well. Can Jason Tatum perform well in this game? I know it's not going to make up for his <laughs> abysmal finals yeah. performance, but you know, it, it, 
look good if he had 30 or 40 on on Curry. And, you know, I think I think the Warriors are going to come out and they're going to not be happy with just a finals win. I think they can come out and win that one. But, you know, any finals rematch of any year, you can't go wrong with that. So that's why it's number two for me. Let's get to our number one matchup of the entire NBA season. I have a feeling that I know yours and you know mine. I think it's the absolute elephant in the room and it should it should be everyone's outside of San Francisco and Memphis. <laughs> and it Memphis. should be their favorite as well from all the Twitter beef, from all the barking back and forth, the clothesline that Dylan Brooks did on Gary Payton even though he's not there. Golden State didn't forget that. They didn't forget the fact that Draymond ripped Brandon Clark down from the air, that Jordan Poole might have yanked uh, John Morant's knee. Who, who knows what happened? But there is a ton of storylines, and Ja feels that he lives rent-free in San Francisco. He's going to fly out there on Christmas. So give me your number one matchup of the NBA season. Yeah, Jack, I got uh... – <laughs> I got the San Antonio Spurs. It's the Washington Wizards. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's who I got too. Devin no. Vassell versus Bradley Beal. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. You, yeah, you knew exactly what I was putting at number one. Grizz, Warriors, Christmas Day, ABC. The staple game on Christmas Day. Um, I, You literally just highlighted every reason why I'm excited for this. I think Jaron's going to be back for this, so it's going to be full strength, full strength. Hopefully no injuries happen before then. Um but you're getting what – I mean, you're getting everything you asked for. This is bring your popcorn to work type of day. Um, I cannot wait for Christmas Day to watch this game. Same here, man. And I saw I saw a video the other day of, like, people playing tackle basketball, and it was like Grizzlies Warriors on Christmas Grizzlies Warriors. I was like, I love yeah. this. Because it, it's going to be rough, and Ja's going to be John. Draymond's going to be barking and you know clay thompson called jaron jackson a bum i'm sure jaron's not happy with that so it's just god i cannot wait for this game and i think the warriors gonna be trying to put them young cats in their place and the young guys do not care ja averaged 36 in that series against them so it's gonna be very interesting to watch and the fact that they put it in prime time seven o'clock on christmas couldn't ask for anything better man 1,000%. And all I got to say to Clay Thompson is Jaron Palm. I hope Jaron snatch blocks it and then goes down there and steps back in his eye. Like, drains the three. And if not the three, just go cramming on him. Like, ooh, I hope Clay Thompson eats the bone word. But, yeah, no, you know, there's no way I was putting a Wizards one on here, but I I was trying to (laughs) – you said they were apparently supposed to be an exciting team this upcoming season. Hey, I didn't say that. Other people said that. I tried to ask the question, man. I tried to <laughs> – those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we were doing our favorite league pass teams earlier in the week, and I, I had we were talking about the Pistons. We were talking about the Thunder and Chet and all them. And then I brought up – I was like, all these other podcasts, they keep bringing up the Wizards and Chris Stapps and Bradley Beal. And then I lobbed you the question, and you just bust out laughing, and I couldn't even hold it in. We both just started howling, laughing. But before we yeah. get off of here tonight, um, we it, we would be remiss to not talk about LeBron James and his contract extension with the Lakers. So according to Adrian Wojnarowski. Los Angeles Lakers star LeBron James has agreed on a two-year, $97.1 million contract extension with the Lakers. But here is the kicker. 
This includes a player option for the 2024-2025 season. What is your immediate reaction to this, Cooper? Not surprised about the player option. I am kind of surprised that he didn't go into free agency and maybe see about another team. Um, but obviously I'm not surprised about the player option. He He's already been – everybody's rumored that he wants to play with Bronny when he comes to the league. Um, the only, like, immediate thing I have is I know there's going to be some team out there that's like, we can get LeBron if we draft a son. So I just feel like that might bump his son up draft boards um, when – I think right now, and I could be way wrong on this, but I want to say he's closer to like the, one of the 50th uh, fit kids in his class. I think he's like top 50, but I don't know exactly where. Um, but yeah, that's kind of, I was kind of surprised to see him sign an extension with the Lakers uh, with kind of how it's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that he has the ability to kind of go where he wants to go when his son gets in the league uh, or potentially gets in the league. Um, I'm not shocked by that at all. What are your thoughts? Um, I wasn't too surprised just because I had heard how much he likes living out in L.A. because he he has several businesses there. And his son, Bronny, is – I mean, he's still – I think, what, he's a junior in high school right now. So he he still have another year left at uh, Sierra Canyon out in L.A. So I think him staying there is more of a personal decision rather than – NBA decision because obviously if it was an NBA decision, yikes. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I, I think him staying there another two years, it, it was more on a personal level. And then he has that flexibility, like you said, to go play with his son or make a return to Cleveland, which I've been pushing for, which would be dope to end his career there. So I I I, I was not too surprised. And I don't think I'm glad we're not like making a whole pot about this because there's not much to say, honestly. Like no. It's it's just LeBron resigning for another two years. We kind of all expected this. So we just had, we just had to mention it though. We've talked about the Lakers, what, what we think they can win. I just, the question mark for me, I was, I think I was telling Trey this the other day. It was, I think Russell Westbrook can bounce back. It's not going to be enough of a bounce back. It's not going to be an MVP Russ type of bounce back. I think he's going to have at least a better year than last year. I feel the same way about Anthony Davis. He's going to have at least a better year than last year because you can't get any worse. And LeBron James, I think, has another, you know, immortal year, averaging close to 30 points a game. But none of those three players are not my problem. It's not even Russell Westbrook. It's the rest of the damn roster. I just – that's that's my question mark. And I, I was reading a report from NBACentral.com. They do a great job. It, they had pulled it from Lakers Daily – that privately LeBron's like, he's still not happy. He still wants to trade for Kyrie Irving. And I think, I don't know. It's, it's not looking good in LA. Yeah. The rest of the roster is a scary part. Um, and I'm obviously, I, I still think Russell Westbrook's a good basketball player. Um, so I'm obviously not as down on him as everyone else seems to be. But when Austin Reeves and Town Horton Tucker and uh, Lonnie Walker, yeah, yeah those guys that, that's not championship. Like those are those are good role players to have as your eight, nine, ten at the yeah. back end of your rotation. For guys like that you don't really team. play in a playoff. Yeah, guys. Guys that you don't play in a playoff series, but like for those are the guys you're relying on to be your starters. Because I don't even think they brought back Melo. No, dude, and I'm at the point of like 
Why did you cut Mac McClung, man? You can't tell me Thanks. you throw Austin Reeves and Mac McClung. You roll a ball out there. Who's winning in one on one? I know it, this Mac is a McClung. team game, but Mac is wiping the floor with Austin Reeves. I'm sorry. Wiping. Yes. Wiping. Yes. Like, that's clean. That's a clean, like, skunk off the court. Max. <laughs> Max. Dude, what if, what if uh, Mac can literally, like, start playing for the Warriors, like, big minutes? I'd love that. I don't think he can. Uh, like, I don't think he will, but. Yeah, it, it, I would love I would love nothing more. Yeah, same here, man. You got anything else today? That's about all I got. No, that's about it. All right, short and sweet. Those are our top five. I'm going to say my five one more time. Cooper, I'll let you say it too. My five is Knicks, 76ers, Pelicans, Grizzlies, Lakers, Mavericks, Celtics, Warriors, and, of course, number one, Warriors, Grizz. And my five is Orlando, Detroit, Knicks, Mavs, Brooklyn at Philly, Philly at Celtics, and – of course, Grizz at Warriors Christmas Day, baby. Hey, love to hear that. Love to hear that. Be sure to leave a like on the video. Subscribe as well. Cooper, I hope you have a great night, my friend. Yes, sir. You too.